Hello to all our wedding planning couples. I'm Tara and welcome to the Complete Wedding Planning Podcast. I'm excited to share my creativity and 14 years experience as a professional wedding planner and decorator. And I'm Josh and we're so happy you're joining us for some solid down to earth wedding planning advice that I've accumulated over my 18 years in the industry. We believe that weddings are supposed to be fun and fulfilling, not full of stress and conflict. We are presented by Complete Weddings and Events, your leading provider of photo, video, DJ, photo booth, lighting and coordination services. Visit us at completewedo.com for more information. The wedding day is in full swing and it's dancing time. All of your guests have taken in your sweet first dance and also the parents' dances. And now it's time to open up the floor. So what's the best way to engage the shy crowd or take the dancing crowd to the next level? Group dances. All right, so Tara, let's talk group dances today. And the first question, let's just get this one out of the way. What are the reasons to not have group dances at the wedding? Why would you put these on the do not playlist? Yeah, I think that it comes down to just personal preference on that end. I feel like we definitely have couples that either, you know, love the line dances or hate the line dances. We very rarely get that middle ground. Um, and so it's definitely just comes down to if you attend a lot of weddings, they're typically known to be the ones that are played at every wedding. And if you're trying to set your dance floor apart from everybody else's, that's where I see the couples wanting to put those on the do not playlist. Yeah, I would agree. You know, as a DJ, when I see that come up, um, the only real reason to avoid them is it's your wedding day and you don't like them. That's that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So that's a pretty short list of reasons not to do the group dances, line dances. What are the reasons <laughs> to do them? Uh, I love group line dances. Um, first thing I would point out, it makes for great video. Um, when you are having a videographer capturing your dance floor full, the times that it's going to be the fullest typically is like anniversary dance. And when you have those group line dances, um, there's definitely some weddings that keep the dance floor, you know, absolutely packed the entire night, no matter what song they're playing. But it's almost a for sure that your dance floor is going to get packed when you play these songs. Um, so it definitely, like I said, great for photo and video. It gets people on the dance floor, whether that's people that uh, wouldn't traditionally dance to any other songs they know that they know the moves to some of these songs and so they feel a little more comfortable getting out there rather than you know just going out there and free-for-all dancing um so you'll definitely engage more of your crowd when you play those um kids obviously usually love those dances as well and so it can entertain them um and it's just it's just overall a good time yeah i would say that my number one reason to do them is pretty much everybody likes them it's generally universal that uh, you're going to be making a group of people happy which is what I personally believe is the most important thing you can do at a wedding dance make as many of your friends and family happy um, to that extension they will be requested so it's a it's a good expectation if um, you're doing the music at a wedding like I do uh, very often that you're you're going to have somebody ask you to do those um, I was probably going to play it anyway but you know it's uh good to have a little bit of validation from the the dancing people uh it, they're great for loosening the crowd so if you have uh, a, a pretty diverse group of guests so let's just say it's your your college friends meeting your cousins for the first time um getting them out for 
a good line dance is a is a good way to kind of mix them into the group in the way that just bumping into each other at the bar isn't necessarily going to work. It's it's an icebreaker. We call them icebreakers. They break the ice. Um, you're going to loosen the crowd up. You'll get a handful of the non-dancers. And as you said, it does make for great video. And the last point that I would throw out is that if you are a hater of line dances, and this could be if you're a bride or a groom or just any random uh, guest or family member that happens to be there, when one comes on, that is a great excuse to sit down and take a break. It's a great excuse to go use the restroom or go outside and smoke if that's what you're trying to do. Um, you don't have to be part of them for them to still be available and uh, you know be fun for your guests. Yeah, it never fails during the reception. It's typically as a wedding planner, the time I'm kind of going around the tables, maybe helping the caterers clear plates and stuff. And an icebreaker song comes on and you just see at least half of the crowd jump up and run to the dance floor. You know, they you always have the girls that are going to other tables, grabbing the other girls. This may also be the only time that their significant other will actually get on the floor because I uh, very much have a, a husband myself who doesn't like slow dancing. That's really not as saying doesn't like line dancing either but at least I can be like just follow along like we'll figure it out um and I see that all the time where they're finally getting their their guest out there um their significant other out there to dance at least to one song and it's I love it when I watch grandmas learn the instructions and get out there and you know really try to to get low per se um again just makes for makes for a fun night yeah I agree it's so is the uh it's always the uh, great way to to get the, you know, introverts and the the grandparents and stuff like that. I, I completely agree with you. I always think it's a blast when that type of stuff happens. Uh, always uh, great for the photo and video. From a music standpoint, when I'm connecting with the photographers at the beginning of a dance, I, I always try to find out how late they're going to be there because there's a handful of things I want to make sure that I get done. Uh, obviously, we got to get the spotlight dances, um, bouquet and garter rows on my radar if we're doing those. And uh, the other thing that I try to make sure that I get is some fast dancing, some slow dancing, and some line dancing with uh, various uh, lighting kind of setups from what I have. Um, that way, they're able to deliver a full story in their photography and, and videography medium for, for uh, their couples. Yeah, that's our great. couples. Yeah. yeah. So um, let's uh, let's get into the list of what these uh, group dances are, uh, given the history that complete has and, and how long we've been around. Uh, I, we, we can we can go pretty deep on this. Our planning sheets have a lot of this on there as well. But the the first one, I think there's two universal must haves and I, I honestly don't think you have a wedding dance if you don't play the Cupid Shuffle and the Cha-Cha Slide. What are your thoughts on those two? I agree. Um, I definitely hear those at both. I would say a, a personal opinion is I probably just want to hear one of those. And then there's so many other line dances that I like um, to trickle in there if you're trying to limit. I feel like those kind of have a very similar beat and similar footsteps, um, but definitely dance to both of them, love them. Um, you see them at yeah every wedding. Yeah, I'll tell you, as a DJ, I expect to get a request for both of those. And the only reason I'm not getting a request for both of those is I've already played one, so I get a request for the other. Um, <laughs> but uh, funny story, this last weekend, I was I was actually uh, in your neck of the woods in Manhattan playing music at a wedding. And one of my friends, so th this was the last friend 
of my college group to get married. The first one was 14 years ago. And <laughs> that guy, I remember during his wedding, he's a line dance hater. And so he, he went to the DJ, who was a complete guy um, back in the day, and said, if you play cha-cha shuffle, if you do any of that stuff, um, I don't even I don't even know that uh, Wobble was out at that point. But uh, he's like, if you play any of this stuff, I'm going to unplug the stereo and I'll pull my truck in here and we'll listen to music. And so uh, all, all the uh, DJs like myself and the, and the group, I was in the wedding party for that one. And just like, dude, why are you why are you being this way? The song isn't for you and it's not aimed at you. It's for your friends. And it was just like, I don't care. I don't like it. It's my wedding. I'm like, OK, fine. So I finally I finally got him this last weekend because um, I still recall what he and his wife's uh, first wedding dance was. So I play that. So I knew they'd be on the dance floor, gave him a nice shout out and then went right into cha-cha slide. Now he made a beeline for his uh, chair, but he was on the dance floor for it. And he did do a couple of moves on his way out. And I've been telling him for over a decade that I would get him on the floor for that. So I uh, won this last weekend. <laughs> nice, nice. Yep. All right. So most common additions that I see after that, we've mentioned a couple of these, the electric slide, the wobble, the Macarena to get up. Um, you know, those are, those are pretty common. Um, you know, wobble came out, I want to say in 2008. So that's the, uh, the kids these days dance, but that's uh, the most fun one to try and watch grandma learn the moves to. Yes. Uh, it, it's the most fun to watch anybody try to learn the moves to. And it's, uh, it's usually entertaining to find out what you're working with. Cause if you have, uh, if you have a group that, finished um you know high school college in the uh we'll say 2010 to 2015 range they pretty much all know how to do it and know how to do it really well that's the song they grew up with um whereas i would say that for you and i we probably grew up with the electric slide you know yeah. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> thanks for aging us <laughs> yep so everybody everybody knows how to do that one um you know but the uh, cupid shuffle kind of became a thing when we were uh, in our you know, college party days and stuff like that as well. But uh, the wobble is the one that's always fun. The Macarena was a little bit. It's uh, a classic for us as well. Before and during our time, but, you know, it, it, it's just uh, the the one where we're trying to trying, trying to watch everybody remember the moves to Macarena is fun. Um, and then, uh, yeah, the get up is, uh, is, is probably the newest line dance that's been out. So anything else that you would add to that kind of list? Yeah, um, around here, obviously, we're heavy in country. So we're going to do that Cotton Eye Joe. We're going to yep. do Copperhead Road around here. Copperhead Road, um, definitely every DJ that I work with knows that that is my jam. That is literally, I'm at a wedding day for probably eight, 18 hours on a Saturday um, sometimes. And that is the only time that you'll see me on the dance floor is when Copperhead Road comes on. I think I've mentioned it in other podcasts. It's, it's my go-to. Um, but you see, you see those uh, two around here, uh, pretty regular um, then you you know we sometimes it all kind of depends I see this on more of the do not playlist lately than we used to but obviously if you want to engage your your children you do a lot of times the chicken dance and the hokey pokey um, those are even fun for grandma and you know everybody else to get on um, just again they are more old school um, that's also when you can kind of bring in that YMCA and the conga line again kind of doing those throwbacks um, but Again, if you do those earlier in the evening when your older guests are there, they are going to definitely appreciate those. Um, absolutely. So, but yeah, yeah I, like, I like all the ones that you hit on. It's funny, the Macarena now is used in my kids' uh, elementary school 
to do, I think the days of the week or no, the months of the year, I think something of that nature, but they came home doing it. And I was like, wait, that's the Macarena and they're doing it for some educational things. So it's, it's making its comeback. Yeah, it, it, it really is. It really is. And um, I, yeah, it's, it's interesting because I feel like a lot of the stuff is kind of cyclical. And I would agree with you that um, there is just a lot of hatred for the chicken dance and hokey pokey these days. Um, it, it pops up every once in a while as a must play, which I always think is great. But uh, the chicken is the one that uh, that everybody wants to wants to not see. Um, we had a, when I was going when I was going to college, this is a number of years ago. Uh, did bar karaoke a couple of times and um, a couple nights a week. And there was this crowd from, uh, I want to say they were from Liverpool, but they were in Salina, Kansas. And they were there because they were part of this uh, flight crew that was going to fly a plane around the world, something to that effect. And Salina is a good place to uh, take off, which is um, dead center of the uh, state of Kansas, which makes it fairly close to dead center of the United States. Uh, but they have a, a big runway due to the uh, Kansas State Flight School in the area. But for whatever reason, those guys heard that song. And they're like, oh, the birdie song is the most dreadful dross that I've ever had to listen to. So I made them do it every Thursday when I was out there. <laughs> like, you can't tell me stuff like that and not, uh, not have consequence for it. But um, nice. yeah, YMCA, yeah, we've had... <laughs> yeah. YMCA, I think, is a, a definite, definite great one. Um, growing up, you know, my cousins and I would always fight over who got to go up to the DJ and request that song when we would go to family weddings. And, you know, again, he was going to play it anyway. Um, oh, yes. That was yeah. a, a song that I feel like, you know, when you think you talk to some of these veteran DJs, you know, from years ago um when yeah. we get back together that's the song that they remember that you know you bring out all the props and you get yeah. everybody on the dance floor and you know just really have a good time um and you don't you don't see that one as often anymore but it, it is a classic for sure yeah the two trainings as a, as a complete dj 15 plus years ago were that one what we called remedial disco training where you would put on staying alive and you would stand in the middle of a circle and make everybody do the start the lawnmower do the sprinkler yeah. type of thing <laughs> and it was a everybody had their own take some of us would tell a story about our day um you could you could get dark by doing things like running running things over with the lawnmower and burying them in the yard so you can do the shovel <laughs> had one guy that would always uh, be like man i've embarrassed the hell out of myself i'm digging my own grave he would walk off doing the shovel thing which was awesome um yeah copperhead road is uh, a little bit of a thing up here i certainly know what that is i mean i just love that song because i love steve earl and it's uh the the best song about bootlegging liquor that i know of it might be the only one but it's the best one um <laughs> The, uh, the other ones that I remember doing growing up, the bunny hop was kind of a thing. That's one that the old people would like. Um, Flying Dutchman. Um, so anytime you'll see on uh, Copperhead Road, I don't even know a good way to describe this without a visual, but it's the thing where you lock arms and you kind of turn in a circle. That was how we always did the Flying Dutchman. And, and a lot of times we would run that right into uh, Cotton Eye Joe just to see how badly you could wear people out and uh, yeah. <laughs> see how many could get to take a break. Um, but the other, the other thing, um, uh, oh, one that I missed, the biker shuffle, which is uh, this like Cleveland rapper, I want to say. Is that a Cleveland or Detroit, one of the two? Um, but that's a song that comes up quite a bit. It's by a guy named Big Moochie. It's like seven minutes long. And uh, a lot of times it's like uh, one of the older aunts will come and be like, can you throw on some Big Moochie for me? <laughs> I'm like, you bet. <laughs> um, nice yeah any, anything yeah. to add 
Yeah, I would say you also have those songs that not necessarily always have the line dance with them. And those would be like your timber, um, Footloose. Um, obviously, you know, Footloose back in the day was very popular and then it's made its comeback as well. And you have the, the newer line dance to go with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Timber, I feel like timber is one of those that you probably have 10 people in your group that actually know how to do that dance it seems like around here um, but again it's fun to try to watch and see everybody you know get it figured out yeah also to uh date myself i'm i'm at an age when i remember the uh song um come on ride the train by the quad city djs yes. was uh was a new song and um <laughs> I, I was, uh, God, I want to say I was a sophomore in high school and we had our um, McDonald's company party because I worked at McDonald's. And so a bunch of us go out and all the college kids would get up to do that. And they're trying to teach, you know, me and a handful of others how to do the, the train line dance. And like, you guys <laughs> go to bars and do this, <laughs> Yeah. which I, which I thought was weird. I'm like, why would college students go to a bar and do this? And then I got to college. I'm like, oh yeah, cause it's awesome. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, so yeah, any, anything else we need to uh, cover on, uh, on, on the line dance uh, side of stuff? No, I would just really, you know, definitely if you are one of those that in your first instinct is to put that on the do not playlist, like really think about, you know, yeah, you may not want to dance to it or even want to hear it, but majority of your guests are going to. And so be clear with your DJ, if it is requested, can he play it or not play it kind of thing. Um, and, and know that again, it's, it's a great way to fill up a dance floor very quickly. And then that song doesn't have to last, for, you know, I feel like Copperhead Road is like the longest song and the really fun part is like the last minute when you're really going fast. And so you can fade out any of those songs. And if it, if it's not bringing the crowd, um, or maybe it brought the crowd, but you're all a little tired and you don't want to hear any more line dances. It's a great way to transition into another dance portion and majority of the time when your dance floor is already full, those people are more likely to actually stay on the dance floor for the next song because everybody else is there either blocking them so no one can be, you know, see them dance or they have somebody to dance with because there's a big group of people. Um, so again, it's, it's their great transition songs. Uh, play them. Don't be haters. Yeah, I'll be a little, I'll be even a little more pointed. Uh, it, just get out of your own way you know, just, just accept five minutes of uh, stuff. that's gonna, you know, annoy you a little bit. Um, if it truly makes your skin crawl, then fine. But I, I have a hard time believing this is anything more that I don't want to do it. And um, yeah, that's what I tell couples just uh, use this as a time to take a break and you know, I don't have a problem as a, as a DJ limited, limiting it to uh, one or two and even making it a rule where somebody has to request it first, you know, cause uh, I know that means I'm going to get one, but that's uh that's all I got on this subject. <laughs> That's perfect. Let's go dance. All right. And until next time, take care. Cheers and happy planning. We hope you enjoyed this episode and that you got some helpful insight as you plan the big day. So until next time, I'm Tara with the Complete Wedding Planning Podcast. And I'm Josh. Please make sure to subscribe to our channel and rate and review us if you like what you hear. We are presented by Complete Weddings and Events, your leading provider of photo, video, DJ, photo booth, lighting, and coordination services. Visit completewedo.com for more info. Happy wedding planning!